0: Today we have a heartwarming story about Marcel and his journey with juvenile idiopathic arthritis. His mum, Anna, joins him on this recording and I've been working with her in the last 12 months on Patterson Program Support Platform and hearing of Marcel's ups and downs and eventual massive progress uh, with his condition. So welcome to the both of you uh, on this episode.
1: Hello, Clint. Hello. (laughs) <laughs>
0: now, for those of you who are listening to this and who are not watching this online, Marcel, he's 11 years old. He's got a huge grin on his face, very handsome young man. And, uh, and his mum, Anna, is uh, sitting with him together. So we're going to go through this as a group. And I have uh, a couple of notes that I took before we started here. Marcel's symptoms began about a, a year prior to uh, his diagnosis. Uh, with some jaw pain, uh, and then later it sort of began with pain in his foot and and then he got a diagnosis, and things were pretty bad so Marcel tell us uh, mate, what did it feel like when uh, when when you started getting foot pain?
1: And I felt weird because I didn't really know what it was. I thought it was just ordinary foot pain because at the time I was doing a lot of sports and I didn't really know what was going on.
0: Yeah, and then where did it go from there? After it started in your feet, did it start to hurt in some other joints?
1: Yeah, in my finger joints.
0: Mm. And uh, did they hurt a lot when you woke up in the morning?
1: Uh, they they didn't hurt when I woke up. It was just when I moved them.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 When I was Fist. making fists, they hurt.
0: Yep, yep. Now, your mum and I have chatted and she said that when it got really bad for you, at one point it was hard for you to walk uh, from the car to the entrance to your school. Um, I know it's not nice yeah. to think about, can, but can you talk about what that, what that was like and that experience with the, with the pain in, in the body?
1: I, it just hurt, like every time I like, took a step, it hurt and it wasn't really pleasant.
0: And you were going through some exams as well. You had to get some assistance to help you with your uh, writing. Could you not hold a pen properly?
1: No, it was just that when I hold the pen, I it didn't hurt, but it felt stiff. My fingers felt stiff. So he couldn't write properly.
2: And, you know, when you have limited amount of time to do it, so... It would not be possible. So, absolutely, had to, to write instead of me.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So someone else had to write for you during your exam. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What did you do? Did you actually have to like tell them what to write down?
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well,
2: it wouldn't work with mathematics, so he had to do it himself, but <laughs> 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 because it's just <laughs> too complicated. So he did it himself, but the reading, test the grammar, and um, that was it, isn't it? You yeah. he needed help, yeah.
0: Mm. And what so, about your, uh, before we talk about what you did about it and the program you've been following and the success that you've had, what other sort of issues were you facing? You had the sore fingers, you had a sore feet. Was there anything else going on? Um,
1: not really. It was just the jaw, apart from that.
0: Jaw as well. Okay. Uh, something separate to this your mum mentioned was headaches as well i believe you've had some pretty yeah. rough migraines yeah
1: yeah so when i did sports and i had like overheated then i would usually have a migraine and not feel well mm. the rest of the day
0: yeah okay all right so with all those things that you were going through how are you now
1: i'm uh, just really good because now i'm doing a lot of sports even more than it was before. And, you know, like it's just nothing really hurts
0: now. It's amazing, isn't it? And I
1: don't have the migraines anymore.
0: As well. It's fantastic. So tell us, what did you do? Obviously, I know my side of like the program that we put together that your mum introduced you to. But um, how did that begin? Did you start with some buckwheat quinoa? Did your mum make that for you? <laughs> Did you start with some green smoothies? Tell me what this whole process felt like. So,
1: so the first day it was just <laughs> juices, celery juices, and salads. Yeah, uh, because we've done the one-day cleanse.
2: This is the thing I really wanted to do this cleanse. Let me just say something about this because I know that a lot of parents they would skip the two-day cleanse. I wouldn't do it for two days, but I really wanted to. I really wanted to know if you know, it's going to work. Okay, so I have, I just absolutely, I said, we have to do this one day because I need to see, you know, the results you were talking about in your book and uh, in your program. Uh, So this would give me like extra motivation, you know, to, (laughs) to start the program and keep going. And surely enough, the following day, he yeah, went, you went to bed on the day when you were having the juices and the salads yeah, really but the early. The next he,
1: day, you know, my fingers already felt better. Yeah, but the following like, I could day, I them like put, put them more. Yeah, in, yeah the following day,
2: the, the food was completely fine the, and swelling went completely. Yeah, it? went down from his food, and we couldn't, you know, do anything with it for the three months. So the foot was absolutely fine, his yeah. fingers, and he was able to run the following day. So I said, that's it. This gave me a lot of, you know, enough confidence, here yeah, to start the program and just stick to it. And I said, that's it. This is definitely working.
0: Wow, I can relate to that because I actually ran for the first time after I did my first cleanse but the first cleanse I did was by accident because I had food poisoning <laughs> and I I had a bad experience where I had lots of vomiting and diarrhea for like a long time and then after that I wore. Well, I also actually did a weird kind of hobbly run into the city to see my at that time girlfriend and tell her how miraculous I had improved just from having that experience and so I can totally relate to the yeah miraculous oh, yeah. effect that not eating has for so many people and it's such a good sign for others who are who are listening to this if that's if they have a speedy result from the cleanse then it's very positive signs for what's about to follow so that would have been a bit of a shock just to not eat for or yeah. just to juice and cleanse and then to get rid of your foot pain that you've had for months and months crazy <laughs> isn't it well,
1: We
2: couldn't believe
0: it, basically. Yeah, it was like a shock. So uh, Now, I think as you were alluding to, Anna, the program wasn't created for adults. And I think what you've done here is created a modified... Sorry, it was created for adults. And so as parents who are more and more frequently looking towards this program to apply to their children, there needs to be a lot of modification, common sense and adjustments applied that, that fit with the child's age, the child's weight, the child's interest level in actually adhering to the program, and a number of other factors that take into account maybe other medical conditions like migraines or, and physical activity, all sorts of things. And so what I guess I'm saying here is uh, each parent needs to look at this and decide how they're going to approach it. It's not an out-of-the-box approach for children. And what you've decided, I think, was was excellent. We'll do one-day cleanse. We'll get that sort of litmus test as to how that goes. The result was fantastic. You got the result you wanted. You got the confidence you wanted, and you went straight on. So how did you uh, then proceed after that? And, and, Marcel, how did you like eating these simple foods? <laughs>
1: Not very much. Not in the
2: beginning. Because in the beginning it was only buckwheat and quinoa <laughs> and it was not the best. Uh, so we had pop choy, buckwheat, quinoa, we would sit down, you know, and it would it would look nothing like our usual uh, Sunday breakfast, isn't it? Yeah. All of a sudden instead of uh, bacon, baked beans, bagels, you know, <laughs> we would have all this green stuff on the table. Um so it took a while, isn't it? I still, you know, before we got used to it, because we decided to do it all together. My husband, he wasn't uh, too convinced to start with, but slowly he joined us as well and uh we, we started doing it together. So basically we didn't have any other type of food in the house. So it was easy, you know, there was no temptation whatsoever for Marcel as well, because <laughs> we just all started all together.
0: Wow, and that's it- that's fantastic. So you and your husband as well ate the baseline foods with Marcel. Is there any other members yeah. to your, anyone else in the family?
2: Not in living with us. So there's three of us doing it yep. together.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. What a, what a hats off to, uh, to both of you as well. And then tell us, uh, how did the whole process feel, Marcel, in terms of uh, the pain relief and how long did it take and your experience going through this?
1: Uh I mean, the experience was really amusing because, like, as the more celery juices and smoothies I drank, the better it got. So, so like after five five months, I was like completely like there was not no pain, and I could do what, like run and do everything.
0: And what were yeah, your
2: and sooner than that? Because well, because he also got the joint injections because it got. know so bad that on the 25th of May so he was diagnosed on the 12th and then 25th of May he got the joint injections and uh, of course this helped a lot but uh, we found out very soon that these joint injections they only last for like a month or maybe month and a half if you're lucky so and for Marcel you know he never felt the pain after that isn't it so it never You know, the pain never came back because we started the diet on the 8th of May, so slightly before even his injections.
0: I remember this point of time when you and I were communicating privately in our support group and you said to me, look, I'm uncertain as to whether or not he feels so good because of the injections or because of all the things we've done. And I said, well, the joint injections are significant. These shots are a very powerful intervention. And we won't know until about two months after he's had them as to whether or not inflammation is going to return. Well, we got the two months and you said, can I celebrate yet? And I said, well, look, if we get to three months, you can be high five and everyone, you know. And then we got to three months and then four months and five months and it never come back.
2: Never came back. So, and to be honest with you, we were going to the hospital on a monthly basis. So his blood was checked on a monthly basis and months after his injections, we went back to the hospital and in a waiting room, we met uh, one of the moms. Uh, she had 10 months old baby, I think it was girl, 10 months old girl, and she got injections at the same time as Marcel in her uncles because they were swollen. Mm-hmm. And she was already back after a month because the symptoms came back and she was asking me how is Marcel and everything. So I said, well, he is actually great. And it was like, you know, the comparison, you know, but.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's stark, isn't it? The comparison brings us quickly back to reality with, you know, the success and the joy that we can have in, in, you know, sharing this information. And we just know that so many people who are watching this because they have a child who's affected, not in a place of happiness or joy whatsoever. And, really that's why we're doing this is why we're sharing this information and why we're uh, providing this case study of Marcel and how well he's done so that other people can say hey maybe maybe there's some things that I can look at in what I'm eating uh, especially when you're that young it's difficult when you're that young it's obviously difficult and if that child was still being breastfed then the mum would have to look at what uh, her diet looks like and so on but Anyway, um, yeah, this is why we're doing this, because people are suffering with their, with children in these situations.
2: And we also had a chance to, I had a chance to speak to the other parents when we were at the hospital, because, you know, you have like a, six beds in one room, and then there were different, you know, there were kids like waiting for the injections there. So um, one of the dads, he said that his four-year-old son, he had injections like two months before, and the swelling never went down. It was just, you know, the, the pain wasn't there. And two months after, they were already back to the hospital for another one. So it's like, and he was on a metatroxate. He was four years old. He was on a 12.5 mm metatroxate. So it wasn't yeah. helping. So
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I guess for some people, though, the treatment's going to help a lot. And then for other... T- people other children like the like that example uh, perhaps it doesn't help as much as what what we would like so we got to do everything in our power that we possibly can to try and keep pain levels low because there's no guarantee that other interventions are going to work so
2: well let me mention because there was the funny thing was as well because it was lunchtime when he woke up from his anesthetics and um the nurse, she was going around and offering the food to everyone, and we were already on the paddling program, so I had a cantaloupe, I had, you know, backwheel and stuff like this for him in the plastic boxes, and uh, he only wanted to eat cantaloupe, so he had the full box of, you know, cantaloupe, and um, the nurse was uh, kind of, she felt sorry for him that he didn't have anything else, oh, I'll just cantaloupe, are you sure you don't want to eat anything else, maybe pasta, maybe this, maybe that, and, you know, the food at the hospital is just Terrible. Not how it should be. Let's yeah. put it this way. And, uh, and the other kids, yeah, they had a packet of crisps. They had uh, McDonald's. You know, yeah. McDonald's. Uh, they had, and she was quite happy. Oh, okay, he had enough, so you can you know, go home probably in an hour. But she was so concerned about Marcel. And it's like, you know, it just shows you, you know, like everything is upside down in, so, nowadays. So
0: true. So true. They're all worried about <laughs> Marcel because he has to eat simple foods, but he's the one that doesn't need to ever come back.
2: Yeah, it was, it was so funny. It's crazy, was, isn't it? <laughs> it's crazy. It's like yeah. <laughs> he's um, fine, fine. He's really fine.
0: <laughs> so normally, there's an occasional skeptic that watches our results here and and raises questions and says uh, things like "Yeah, but." All right, so let's cover some "Yeah, buts." Now, let's talk about inflammation levels. Someone might say, "But is there still high levels of inflammation?" Now, he was as said rate or ESR of 50, um, Mm -hmm. and C-reactive protein of 19.5 milligram per litre, have they come back down to normal?
2: Uh, To be honest with you, after five weeks, we already noticed quite a big drop in these markers. So his ESR dropped to 10 after only five weeks. After five weeks, um, yep. Yes, his C-reactive protein went to to three.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Normal. Yep. Uh,
2: yeah. And then sub- subsequently, like month after month, they were going down. Not ESR, but CRP was mm-hmm. going down. So you could see, like, every another two months, and CRP was two. Then another month, CRP was one. Then below one, and stayed below one until now. So.
0: That's absolutely fantastic. I think. A- that the C reactive protein is more of an indicator of disease activity. The said rate is a general inflammation marker that is used almost like a, a, sanita- a sanitary, a, a sanity check um, uh, to make sure that. Uh,
2: ESR dropped as well to five. Oh, it dropped to
0: five as well. 20th
2: of December, yeah.
0: Okay, so is it C reactive protein less than one and an ESR of five? Yeah. Man, no wonder you're running around playing sports like, like any other kid. <laughs> How does it Not make you feel football. to be able to run around and, and play sports? <laughs> Feels good? Yeah.
1: What's, what's your favourite
0: sport, Marcel? Football. Football. Who, who do you, which English Premier League team do you most uh, admire?
1: Oh, Watford because I live
0: in Watford. Oh, Watford. Okay, okay. And uh, um, what do you think of Harry Kane?
1: Ah,
0: not really good. Not really good.
2: He's in Barcelona, so with his dad, so
1: you know, they're not into yeah,
0: yeah, gotcha, gotcha that much. Let's see if we can cover off any of the uh, the sceptics kind of yeah buts. Do you ever have any uh, pain from doing lots of exercise? Do you find that it ends up hurting your feet? Or when you write a lot with the fingers that used to hurt, do they hurt after writing a lot?
1: No, the only thing is tennis because I had a big break for tennis when my fingers started hurting. So now it's just like me getting used to holding the racket for long. It's not the joints that hurt, it's just like my hand.
0: Probably hurt most adults holding the tennis for, tennis racket for a while if they haven't played for a long time too. So yeah. I wouldn't be too worried about that. What have your – um. What have your friends said who may have come over to hang out and play some video games or kick a soccer ball and they've seen you doing these mega green smoothies? Like, what does other kids say?
1: I couldn't do this. I can't do this. that's all no, they so, say. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I love meat, this stuff. It's just a common answer.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. True. Same with that Oh, I could never do that. Don't they? Yeah. It's so common. It's so, so common.
2: <laughs> if he says, if you say to your friends at school that you're vegan,
1: what do they ask you? I mean, uh, most of them know now. But, they know now. Yeah. But usually they're like, oh, why? Why is this your choice? <laughs> yeah.
2: And what do you eat then? Do you eat eggs? No. Do you drink meat? No. Do I'm you like- eat cheese? No. What do you eat? <laughs> yeah. It's, <just> like
1: that.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It happens at every age. It never changes. Marcel, let me tell you. You got this for the rest of your life. These questions.
1: <laughs> where do you get your proteins yeah, from? Yeah, most is where do you get your proteins from? Yeah, and it's like you just have to tell them black beans, spinach. Like right? it's yeah
0: yeah, which is a good 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 opportunity now to talk about what you what your uh, diet looks like now. It started out really simple. Um, how did the reintroductions go? Because I get asked this a lot from other parents who are in a situation that you have been through. Um, when you reintroduced foods, which ones did you find had no issue at all? Um, and which ones, if if any, did you have to say, actually, I can't eat that?
1: Well, I can't really exactly remember. but I remember when we introduced nuts mm. that I felt a little bit of inflammation.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right, but you mentioned black beans, so you're able to eat beans and lentils, no problem.
2: Yeah, very quickly actually, because after three weeks or something, I I, I started say, yeah, slowly I so. giving him black beans because I wanted something more substantial to the diet. So this would be the you know the changes you know which we decided to do. I decided to do because it's a child, so I wanted to have, to have <laughs> something else. Yes, and um, rather than just buckwheat yes. and quinoa uh, and Salads, Um, and then a little bit of chia seeds
0: Mm -hmm. in
2: his as well, but just a little bit, like half of a teaspoon or something. I remember
1: (laughs) in school, and he always gave me smoothies (laughs) at lunch.
2: Because I work in his uh, former primary school. So what I would do, I would prepare like, you know, um smoothie. I would take a blender. I had a blender at school, actually. So I would prepare, you know, everything for the smoothie. <laughs> Go to work, put it in the fridge. So lunchtime, I would, you know, prepare his smoothie and I would give it to him. And he was like, why? Why? <laughs>
1: lunchtime. Why? But he always, eat. yeah, he always
2: would have it. So it was like 70 uh like almost a liter of smoothie you know because so I wanted to
1: play football
2: really with Yeah so because it was faster than eating salads for him yeah. uh, lunchtime for example so he could just you know drink his smoothie and he was ready to play football with his friends yeah. <laughs> lunchtime as well. So this yeah. worked really well.
0: Um your skin's glowing Marcel you look like a very, very healthy young man. How do you feel in terms of your energy uh do you outrun some of the other kids uh how's your how do you feel in terms of energy levels and um you know competitive levels with other kids
1: um i in terms of energy levels i feel very energetic uh and then oh, com- with being competitive yeah i outrun most kids most of the time
0: that's awesome that's yeah. great
1: yeah. You would never, no one actually, they wouldn't know that you
2: have arthritis. I don't think that anyone would actually actually you know, suspect that he, he's he got some kind of condition, you know. Yeah. Because it's, you know, you can't really tell.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. There's a movie coming out in a few months, I believe. I'm seeing it in uh beginning of August this year, but I think it's a private screening. Uh, which is the uh, Game Changers movie. And I think those will be a good one for Marcel to watch because a young man, you know, about to get into his teens and, uh, and go through a lot, of, lot more sport and uh, one day represent uh, the Premier League uh, and so on as a champion. Um, and uh, I think it'll be good to see these athletes who are performing at the, at the world-class level and uh, and they're vegan. And so it'll be good, just a little bit of a motivator to say, you know what, I'm going to stick with this because my health's worth it and I'm not going to sacrifice anything with my sports. And, in fact, it could be an advantage. So uh, that, that'll be a good movie to watch.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I have a book like Vegan Athletes, you know, so sometimes I, like, you know, take a bits and pieces from it and I'm, you know, you know, Marcel, you know, have a look at this, you know, have a look at yeah. that. <laughs>
0: Now, Marcel, out of all the things that you did, you starting out with the simple foods, you did lots of green smoothies, green juices. Which ones, if you had to say, are the most important to have given you the best results?
1: Yeah, celery and cucumber juice. Wow.
0: Powerful. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we actually, we add
2: something else to it, do we? Yeah, we add the um, cabbage. Yeah, there's a cabbage in it as well. Cabbage,
0: that is hardcore. Yeah. yeah.
2: In the beginning, it was actually alfalfa sprouts, cabbage, and uh, celery juice and cucumber. But um, oh, Marcel has enough of alfalfa sprouts, so we just decided to leave that for now. But it's still cabbage. It's, this is this is how we do: it. cabbage, celery, and cucumber.
0: Wow! I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great. So how long after consuming the juice would you start to feel like that sort of release of the inflammation? Or was it just that the more you drank, it just slowly went away sort of with weeks? Uh, uh,
1: yeah. I would say the more juices and smoothies and stuff um, would, like, I, I don't know, like, I couldn't days? really feel the smallest difference and stuff. But I think it's like, you could just feel it getting better sometimes yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: like two three days
2: in the past you know Mm. it's two Mm. days over and that's it Mm. and you would see the 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 um, symptoms whatever if any type of food would affect him then the symptoms would be more subtle you know now you you probably you know what i mean you're getting better and better and you don't get this like stiffness or stiffness, I don't know, maybe a year ago he had the last time stiffness or anything like this. It's, it's just not happening anymore. Mm.
0: And Marcel, tell me, is there anything that uh, you're looking to change or are you impatient with the diet that you're on or do you understand that you're going to have to eat uh, lots of plants for a very long time to stay well?
1: Mm. Um, not really impatient. I think, um, eating, being vegan is the better option because it it feels way better. Like you can see it it healed the disease. So like, it's just all the evidence you need to see. This is like the, like best diet than a non-vegan diet. So yeah, I'm going to stay on it for all my life.
0: What wonderful words. And it gives me great, great feelings of joy to know that you, uh, have that commitment and knowledge as well. Because what you know at age 11, some people don't learn in their entire lifetime. So you have a great amount of life experience at a very young age, which has led you to have this incredible insight and this, you know, in a way, uh, blessing of knowledge to help you for the rest of your life. So, you know, that, that that's very impressive
1: and we also saving the planet isn't it we're yeah. so right. helping the planet as well it just makes you feel good like you're doing something to stop global warming
0: yeah most definitely so uh, this morning we had to delay proceedings a little bit because you were cranking a big smoothie together tell me what yeah. you t- <laughs> tell me what you put in the smoothie this morning
1: I don't really. I not know. He know. I just drink it because I want to be healthy. <laughs> he doesn't know what goes
0: into <laughs> Oh, he doesn't even know what goes in him. You put it all together, dear.
1: More or less, but not exactly. Yeah. All I know is there's some form of like spinach or okay. leafy greens, like and and there's a fruit and there's chia seeds.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: purely not quite often. Wow. We yeah started spirulina quite quite early as well. And if I can mention one thing, I've noticed that spirulina helped with his hemoglobin level because when we went to Poland and I didn't have organic spirulina available over there. So I said, I'm not going to buy just, you know, any spirulina. I'm just going to wait until we go back to England and then I have my spirulina there. Uh, so his hemoglobin uh, would drop a couple of points. It's nothing, uh, no below the required, you know, required level. But I could see these changes because he his blood tests were done on a monthly basis. So I could compare what I was doing this month and I was mm. doing that month, you know, mm-hmm. and what was changing. So this was quite helpful as well. Yeah,
0: that's that's a great tip. Yeah, I haven't heard that before. That's uh, that's excellent. Uh, let's let's cover off uh, any other. Tips or advice for other people who are in a similar situation?
1: Uh, just just focus on your celery juices, most and salads and
2: smoothies. Yes, I guess we wanted really we wanted to get like a quick result, so we've done it hundred percent. We've done exactly what was in your program, and uh, we maybe added a few other things like spirulina because I know for some it might be causing a problem because there is quite a lot of you know. I think omega-3 in it or oh, proteins it's, it's, as well. It, it,
0: it, it's, so it's, it's such a small I amount have, that's consumed. Yeah. Yes. The little bit of fat in there is uh, negligible and, and quite possibly helpful. So I, for example, I used to take lots of spirulina. I used to do insane amounts of spirulina. But at the same time that I was taking it, I was doing a lot of different other supplements and the combination total of all of them, I can't say what was going on because there was too many variables. But yes, I have a soft spot for spirulina and if people take it I my first response is normally internally quite positive. I think okay this this is good news. So yes, um it's good to hear that you feel it was attributed to uh his Improvements in his blood.
2: We've done, yeah, we've done some supplements, but we didn't go overly crazy about supplements. Mm. So we've done uh, calcium because he was deficient in calcium.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, prior, and we've done, prior,
0: yes, prior, to,
2: yeah. yes, mm-hmm. and uh, magnesium. We, mm-hmm.
1: we've, <laughs> oh, yeah, we've done yeah. That's that's yeah, awesome. so <laughs> it's some anti-inflammatory thing. Like I forgot um, I, go to the kitchen. Cumin. cumin. Mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah, no, not
2: definitely. cumin. So yeah, so, so we've done the um, magnesium. We've done minerals, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, vitamin D three. It was like all together. We found a really good source, like a raw vegan products, gluten free products as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've done, uh, of course, okay. probiotics to start with.
0: You know, one thing that that uh, you know we've spoken about a lot here is, is the exercise, and I think that that this is a really important message that. You know, it's natural and so helpful for kids to exercise and we should allow as much exercise as the joints allow, essentially. If there's no complaint from the child and the joints don't get more hurt from the exercise, then I believe that it's sky's the limit. And if this means, you know, trampolining and uh, or bike. I, my personal favourite is a is a uh, normal, regular push bike. Uh, it's great for the knees. Great for just uh, having fun. That feeling of euphoria, all this happy endorphin stuff. It's all helpful to healing, and just lots of physical activity. So Marcel, you've you've embraced that. You've done as much physical activity as your as anyone, and I think that that's played a, a big role in you know allowing your body to to heal. So I think that, that's something that you've kind of done by default, but something that we should, you know, put the microscope on.
2: It's something what we always like in the beginning when he was not able to walk, uh, but he was able to cycle, isn't it? So he'd done yeah. a lot of cycling and also swimming. And yes. then he, when he was able to start playing football again, he would start playing football and tennis. Yes. But in the beginning, you know, those bad times when he – was not able to do all the sports he would love He would love to do, mm. then we yeah, would be cycling and swimming. And even if sometimes he didn't feel like in the evening, he said, no, we have to go, we have to swim, we have to go and swim, let's go. You know? So we yeah. were like pushing for quite a lot as well. So yes, he, he's done quite well. With uh, physical exercises, and yeah, this is part of your program as well, so that's why we were kind of you know stressing about this quite a lot. And
1: also, in school, I and because well. it was so hot, you, you, just, you, you it it's just so fun to play football, so I play like hours
2: yeah exactly so yeah absolutely sports as well and if i may say in terms of the food as well we started to i started to making my own sauerkraut yeah, you know i started to producing this uh, fermented oats you yeah. know after listening to the to Matthews, your the yeah. with dr Matthews. so yeah. so we stopped using like a shop bought probiotics we started to using of course miso as well, myself, he wasn't a big fan of Mr. So to start no, with, I but now like he is. <laughs> yeah, he really likes Mr. Soek now as well. But uh, so all these natural sources, you know, mm. we we didn't wanted to overload him with this um, supplements, you know, mm. which you can buy. We just started to, you know, going away from that and just started to kind of mm. keep it, keep it, in, you know, keep it simple yes. and based like on natural foods and yes. Yes. No, it's it.
0: you've really yes, done an outstanding job to transition from, I guess, a classic Western-style diet with a Eastern European influence. You mentioned a <laughs> lot of bacon, lots of that kind of uh, high-fat, high-protein kind of meals, and to completely do a 180-degree a, uh, turn and make a vegan family and get rid of the symptoms of your child who was otherwise going to be on a... A course of very long term drugs and 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 challenging health uh condition it's been been incredible, so what a family huh you guys are a, you guys deserve the <laughs> family of the year
2: <laughs> I think you know because of Marcel, it was really easy because he he wasn't complaining you know he he just would eat whatever he knew that he needs to eat in order to get better. So it was really, he made it very easy for us as well.
0: Yeah, what a boy. So Marcel, I want to tell you something. So because you've been through this and you've overcome this very, very serious challenge by doing something that, as most of your friends say, they could never do, I want you to know that all the other challenges that come in life, you can handle them. Yeah. All right.
2: Hardest one. Yeah, you've already
0: done been. the hardest one. So exactly. if you get to a situation where you're going to go to university and you're worried that you won't be able to to do a certain degree, or if you feel a challenge in a future scenario and you don't think you can do it, I want you to think back to what you've just done in the last twelve months. You can do anything. All right? Yeah,
2: this is what I've been telling him as well, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He can do anything.
1: Thank you for
2: really needs to go <laughs> now. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it some, was quite emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: it is emotional, you know. And but but I wanted to share that with him, even if it's a little emotional, um, yeah, because absolutely. because I want him to know that I want him to know that because it doesn't get any harder than that, it just doesn't. You know you're in agonising pain. You're struggling to walk from the car to the school. He can't hold his pen at school. He has to get his someone else to write his exam results for him. I mean, come on! And now he's running around. He looks amazing. He doesn't have any of the symptoms. His all his blood markers are fantastic. He's dodged not just a bullet. He's dodged a nuclear missile right right here.
2: I didn't know in the beginning. I was. I had like I had it at the back of my mind. What if this is not going to work? But because we've done this one day cleanse. I was very hopeful, you know, and I was like, I was seeing, you know, the results came really quickly. So, you know, and I really want yeah. them to come quickly because it was, um, we were fighting kind of against the time with the doctors because they were pushing, you know, heavy drugs in him as well. So, yeah. This was, this was, you know, it's like, so it was really intense back then. Yeah. <laughs> it was.
0: That's right. And I'm glad you mentioned that the, the sort of the time pressure, and we see this frequently. The period between when the results in the blood show that there is a situation, a uh, an autoimmune situation, you have a very short window before the medications are essentially pushed upon you. And during that time, there is a great deal of soul searching and researching and sleepless nights. And to see results so quickly is a godsend, because that means that you can you can confidently have a discussion with the doctor about a slight delay in treatment because things seem to be improving. And even if they don't believe that they'll continue to improve without drugs, you can at least have the conversation and maybe uh, manage to postpone it indefinitely. So you're right, that time pressure, that, that month or so, that's a heavy month.
2: Yeah, it was and three months to be honest with you, fast because I was like postponing, postponing, and postponing. I said,
0: yeah. Listen,
2: I'm doing something else. I wasn't going into the details, but I yeah. said, I'm doing something else. We became vegan, and this and that, and uh, I want to wait another month. I want to wait another yeah. month. And it was like, you know, every time we would go there, and they would try to persuade you, they would try to convince you. Like, they, they basically, I don't know, what, I don't know why, maybe, but uh, if it's a child with rheumatoid arthritis, they want to attack it really aggressively. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's everywhere in the world like this or just England, but... No, it's everywhere. It's very aggressive, you know, the first reaction. So it would be metatroxate, uh, zone, it would be steroids, injections, everything at once. Mm. They just want to dump everything, you know, at the mm. same time, which is... Uh,
1: yeah,
0: I
2: don't think it's it would be all necessary, you know, depending on the circumstances, depending on the situation, but... It proved that it was definitely not necessary in my space. And if I would believe the doctors, what they're saying, what they're advising, well, we would be in a completely different position now.
0: Mm, that's right.
2: That's I right. We we'll don't even want to think what would have happened. I know, so
0: I know. Let's not go down that path mentally. Let's yeah, keep so on the <laughs> Yeah. You
2: know, take a deep breath and just um, it's not easy because they try to scare you a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: So,
2: they try to scare you with all mm. this pessimistic, you know, um, scenarios for the future, you know, if you're not going to take this drug, so. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. so, just to close out, I'm going to throw to Marcel with a little bit of a curly question. If there were three words <laughs> to describe what you need to do to go through this program and to improve your health, what would be three words you would say that you that you would need?
1: Uh, Juicing, smoothies <laughs> and salads. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. <laughs> I love it. That is awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, uh, you two have been a treat to talk to. It's just always makes me glow from tip of my head to the bottom of my feet to listen to the stories like <laughs> you've shared. And uh, again, I just want to reiterate the degree of difficulty was a 10 out of 10 and you've shown that you can handle the 10 out of 10 as a family. So congratulations on all that you've achieved. Complacency now is your only enemy. And so yeah. keep up all the great work that you're doing, become the green smoothie champion. And uh, thank <laughs> you so much for, for sharing this. And I, We'll chat with you, Anna, in our support group, and I look forward to continuing to offer help if you need it because you're doing yeah. so well.
2: Thank you so much, Clint. It's actually all you know. Thanks to you, and um, what can I say? What can I say? Just huge thank you. I don't know what you know would happen. You know, with us if we wouldn't find on time your program, and I don't know. So yeah, this was a. I don't believe in God, but I think, yeah, there's someone there looking after us, someone up there (laughs) at the
1: end of the day.
0: (laughs) That's right. You can take a lot of credit, Anna, because the information's there, and I think a lot of people don't find it because they're just not looking. So um, it's not hard to find our program. These days, you know, uh, there's so many videos like this one that you've helped me create just now. So if people use the right search term... It doesn't take long, if not like instant, uh, to be able to find examples and a, and a path forward that I think is is really helpful. So thank you so much, Marcel. I know it's your weekend; it's your Saturday. I'm sure you got lots on today. Uh, good luck with your soccer uh, or football, as you call it. And uh, I uh, I'll, I'll be in touch with your mum. And uh, look forward to more wonderful, positive updates. So well done, Marcel. Thanks, mate. You've been listening to The Patterson Program. For more information, visit pattersonprogram.com.